Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast. Yes, Reverend K.C. Williams, the agent of love. Amen. And I am your grace girl, the daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to be love in action. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to this week here with the Being Love in Action podcast. Yes, it is I, your agent of love, Reverend Casey Williams, and I'm so excited. I pray that this week has been one that has been filled with the blessings of God. Amen. That you have been able to see the manifestations of God's will in your life. Amen. Listen, I pray that on today. That whatever you set your hands to, whatever you set your mind to, that you will be blessed. Welcome back again. And we thank all of you, all of our returning listeners. We are so grateful for each of you for coming back week after week and listening with us. And for our first time listeners, we thank you as well for coming in and tuning in and being part of the Being Love in Action podcast. And we pray today that if you're, this is your first time, that something that is said today will bless you. Amen. And that you will be able to take from it a life application that would allow you to be the best person that God has created you to be. Amen. So let's jump into this word on today. You know, today was is a day when God blessed me actually last week to prepare this word. It was one that um, really spoke to me personally. I always say, you know, that whenever God does something um, through us, in other words, whenever he gives us an assignment to do something for his glory, many times it always speaks to our hearts first, whether it is something to encourage us, whether it's something to deal with us in the perspective that it, it requires us to evaluate ourselves. The word of God is also convicting. Amen. But it also encourages us as well. So on today, I'm going to talk about it to people that uh, all of us should know about. You know, we believe here at the Being Love in Action podcast in illuminating the people in the Bible. So we understand that they were humans just like you and I that did extraordinary things for the the glory of the kingdom of God. And yes, they many times messed up. But what we get to see is this relationship between the creator and that which he created. And we, be, we see, you know, all of the, 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 the struggles and all of the stripes and all of the pain. But we also see the glory and we get to see the love of God through his creation. Amen. The name of our topic today is why are you hiding from God. Why are you hiding from God? And if you're hiding from God, I want you to understand that even in your hiding from God, there really is no place to hide. Amen. Let's begin to jump into this word. I'm going to read. We're starting at Genesis 3 
8, third chapter, verses 8 through 13. Amen. And I'm going to read it to you. Again, that's Genesis, third chapter, verses 8 through 13. I'm reading out of the New International Version translation. And I'm going to be also looking at chapter 2 um, of Genesis. Amen. And quoting a couple of text scriptures from there as well. Verse 8 says, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And that is Adam speaking. Verse 11 says, and he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done Again, blessed is always the word of the Lord. So what are we saying? You know, I asked the question, why are you hiding? And then the next thing I'm going to say to you, why are you hiding? And who told you that you were naked? So you may say, mm, what does she mean by that? I'm glad you asked because we're going to get into it right now. We, there are sayings, right? Have you ever heard of that saying, you can run, but you can't hide? I've heard heard that growing up. Or what about what's done in the dark always comes to the light? Or what about the one that says you can fool yourself, but you can't fool God? You've heard that one. I'm quite sure you've heard one of those. In other words, it's saying that no matter what we do, that others may not see, God always sees. The creator always sees, right? One of the greatest gifts that God gave mankind prior to eternal life was the gift of life. I want you to understand that is the greatest gift is the gift of eternal life. But before eternal life came, it was actual life. Amen. And Genesis 2 and 7 says this, and this is so powerful to me. I love it. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. I'm going to read it one more time. Then the Lord God, and this is Genesis second chapter, verse seven. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Amen. Man became a living being. And when God breathed life into mankind, this is the exact moment of intimacy with our creator begins. This is when the intimacy with man and the creator began. The closeness. I want you to always remember that our father loves us so much that he breathed life into us so that he could commune with us. Do you understand, beloved of God, that when God created mankind? Yes, we know the story. And if you're not familiar with it, um, when he created man first, which was Adam, he then allowed Adam to go into a sleep. He removed a rib from Adam and then he created Eve, woman. So woman was 
derived from man. And as a result, God breathed life into his creation. And as a, as a, as him breathing life, that was the initial contact of his closeness. But watch this. We know that God loves us so much that he breathed life into us so that he could commune with us. It was so that he could have a relationship with us, right? But because of sin, that intimacy originally given to us became fragmented. I want you to hear me. When God created us to have that ultimate relationship with him, it became fragmented. It became broken once sin came into play. And once sin came into play, it was allowing the once perfect intimate relationship between creator and created to no longer exist in the same capacity. Why are you hiding from God? The question I'm asking is, why are you hiding from God? Now, watch this. I want you to hear what remember what we just talked about, right? We talked about the very fact that we were created to commune with him. In other words, we were created to have a relationship with God. He loved us so much that he created mankind in this perfect place, you know, where he gave him authority of all things. He didn't even have to work for whatever he needed. He didn't have to work for anything. God created this beautiful place. All God said to him was, listen, you can go wherever you want to go. You can eat whatever you want to eat, but just don't eat from this particular plant. This particular tree. Amen. And I want you to understand one sin. One sin comes into play. That behavior is allowed to live in our lives. I want you to catch what I'm saying. Once that sin becomes a part of you. It is then allowed and given permission to live in your life. And then the deceiver, which is the enemy, which he operates in spirits, in spiritual, because remember what Ephesians 6 says, we do, we do not wrestle against the, uh, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities seen to the natural eye. And yes, through those spirits, they can and will take on human form. And they can operate through, through people or things, animals. We've heard it in the word of God right here through the snake is what this spirit began to deceive Eve. Amen. And watch this. The deceiver, once he's given the opportunity to work in your life, he wreaks havoc in your life. And then at that point, you're no longer in control. I know you say, what are you talking about? Think about it. Let's be honest. Have you ever told a lie that you knew you could get away with? I think everyone has done that. Some people call them little white lies, right? Or have you cheated someone out of money, out of property, something, and you knew you could get away with it? Have you ever done that? Have you ever experienced or was connected to someone? Maybe it's not you. Maybe you have a 
a husband that does business and you know it's not ethical. I'm, you know, one thing about this podcast, we're very honest about real life situations because it talks about, remember we say we're here so that we can illuminate the, the word of God to help us and apply it to life applications because sometimes we need to make sense of some of the things that is happening in our lives that we're not aware of. And sometimes the things that are is happening in our lives may not necessarily because of something we did necessarily. Maybe it was our spouse or, or, you know, we talk about generational curses or maybe it was something as a result of someone you're connected to that caused the sin or caused the hurt and pain in your life. Amen. So we think we're talking about, you know, have you done something that you felt like you could get away with it? And so here I want us to always go back and keep this in the forefront of our mind. Genesis seven, remember says God breathed life into us and there was a direct connection. He blew life into mankind. Do you know how beautiful that is? I just want you to think about that just for a moment. That God breathed life into us. Every man should want to walk as a king. Amen. As one who operates in the authority of God. Every man should want to walk with boldness. Every man should want to walk in the authority knowing that the very breath of God is living in him. And every woman should want to operate as a queen knowing that the the breath of God was breathed into mankind. And from that breath and through that body that was formed, she was formed from the very rib, the very connection of the creator. Oh, blessed beloved. Oh, that makes me so excited. Are you with me today? We're talking about why are you hiding from God? And I got to take you through this journey because I want you to understand. The very first thing is that you can run, but you cannot hide from God. And I'm going to ask you this. Why can't you hide from God? I'm glad you asked. Because I'm going to give you the biblical. Initial biblical point about it. Right. Let's look at Genesis 8. I mean, third, three, third chapter. I'm sorry. Eight verse. It says, then man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from God among the trees of trees of the garden so now we're talking about adam and eve now we're getting ready to get into the to the nitty-gritty right remember adam and eve the first living humans god created adam and then he said it's not good for man to be alone so he created eve he created his perfect match his helpmate. that's the beauty of of man and woman that god created them not only to exist as companionship but to be helpmates to one another amen in in, in perfection can you understand that i think we've experienced so much of the pains and the the struggles of life many times we don't even understand the biblical principles or truths that God initially set up for us the plans 
When Jeremiah talks about, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. God always had a plan for the lives of his creation. And it wasn't for us to be, um, you know, it wasn't for us to live in sin. It wasn't for us to always have this struggle in the spiritual realm between the physical and the spiritual. That was not the plan. The plan was for men and women to live in um, harmony with one another, with the animals and to live and to enjoy the fruits of his la- of God's labor. And, you know, that was the reality. We- Listen, we had power over all the creation create creatures. We were living in perfect paradise. But then here. Remember, I said, and if you if you want to really read about the story of Adam and Eve and what we're talking about here, about the deceiver and then how Adam and Eve get to be at a place where they were no longer allowed in this perfect paradise. If you have a chance, I want you to go back and read Genesis. You can read chapters two and chapters three of Genesis, and it'll tell you the full story of Adam and Eve for time's sake. And for just this particular message, you know, it'll be, it would be a little bit too long for me to read all of it. But one of the things I encourage you to read the word of God for yourselves. Amen. So God gives them instructions. He says to them, he says to the man first, Adam, he says, listen, you can eat whatever you want to eat in this, in this, in this garden but do not eat this from the tree of life okay and I'm quite sure at some point he had a conversation with his his mate you know like we do we're married boyfriend and girlfriend we have conversations and we usually disclose very vulnerable information to our mates amen that's just part of the creation, how God created us to love one another, to have that trust, to have that bond. So it's very natural to tell your husband or your wife, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. We, we tend to tell them the secrets and all of those things. Right. That's just part of the human relationship, especially between a man and a woman. You know, that's just the reality. And so. He tells them this to, to not eat. And then here is the wife which was Eve. I don't know where, what she was doing. She probably really didn't have much to do because they were in paradise. And one of the things that the enemy does is always approaches at a point in our lives when it, it, it seems that we're kind of um, aloof or not really paying attention. Amen. You know, and that's why in the word it talks about always being on your guard or are always asking for discernment because the enemy is cunning. He is the greatest deceiver. So he goes to this Eve, the woman. He is um, in the form of a serpent, which is a, a, a snake. And he begins to have a conversation with her. And in the conversation, basically, he entices her to eat of the tree. And he uses the the the, the mindset that The reason why God doesn't want you to eat from the tree of life, because you're going to get knowledge. And he played on the pride of man. He played on the pride and he played on her own ego. You know, well, if you you know, he was saying, in other words, if you eat of this tree, you're going to have just as much knowledge as God. Right. That's that innate nature of man. 
he played on that. And as a result of that, he tempted her and then she ate it. And then when she ate it, she offered it to her husband, which was Adam. And then he ate it. So then they were put in a position now that sin has entered into this relationship. Now that sin has entered into each one of them individually, collectively, it affected them. And it affected them so much to the fact that now they were hiding from God. Isn't it amazing how sin will cause us to hide from God and it comes in the form of guilt. It may come in the form of fear, but whatever form it begins to manifest in us, it puts us in a place where we are afraid or hiding from God. Why are you hiding from God? What sin, what thing have you done? What thing have you allowed in your life to keep you from the intimacy with God? The reason that you hiding, the reason that you are hiding from God is because that sin has caused a fragment or a brokenness between you and the father. So now we're getting to the meat. He's hiding. They're hiding. And then God comes in and 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 the man and his wife, they heard the sound of the Lord God. And it says that as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, they hid from God. Remember that God would walk with them. He would talk with them. He would have a conversation with them. But now that sin has entered, Adam and Eve begin to realize that they were naked. Mm. Isn't it amazing how sin begins to allow you to look at yourself differently? Oh, beloved of God, it allows us to look at our sin ourselves differently. And we're looking at ourselves no longer from the lenses of God, but from the lenses of the evil one. Oh, beloved of God, don't you understand that the enemy was very angry? He was deceived. Don't you know he was kicked out of heaven? Now he has to entice man to become fragmented, to become broken so that mankind too can be part of his pity party. See, the enemy was angry. And so what he did was he wanted uh, the relationship between Adam and Eve to be fragmented like his relationship with God. See, he no longer had the ability to walk and commune with God in a loving way. But beloved of God, God loves us so much that even when we think we're hiding from him, he still loves us. So beloved of God, now they are naked. So I'm asking you the question, one, why are you hiding from God? And the second one is, who told you that you were naked? In other words, who told you that you are no longer able to be in the presence of God? What is the voice that has been speaking to you, beloved of God? Who has been speaking into your ear gates? The very first thing I want you to understand, the reason why you are hiding from God is because sin has been allowed in your life. I don't know who it was that you spoke to. I don't know what it was that you did. I don't even know where you went. But as a result of your own actions, you have allowed sin into your life. And as a result of allowing sin into our lives, now we're looking at ourselves differently. 
Beloved of God, do you know it says that it was a sound when God was walking through the garden? Understand that there is a spiritual sound that disconnects us from God when sin steps in. You may say, well, woman of God, what do you mean? I'm going to share it with you. It says that they heard him. They heard him walking. That's the physical part, right? But the spiritual part was, though they heard him walking, the sin caused them to hide themselves from God. It was the sound, the spiritual sound of guilt that kept them in a place that they thought would shade them from God. Beloved of God, he is the creator. Do you know, even if you lock yourself up in the house or go to a getaway or, you know, um, whatever you think you can do to get away from God, you can't. And what you what you need to understand is that when we're hiding initially, we're hiding God, hiding from God because of sin. Whether it was a a physical sin that was done or spiritual sin, something that kept you because whatever it is, it kept you disconnected from God. So the first thing I want you to understand. You have to ask yourself, why am I hiding what is the sin? What is the thing that is, is keeping me from communicating and having a relationship with the Father? That's the first thing. Amen? The second thing is, who told you that you were naked? In other words, who told you that you sinned? Or who told you to do whatever you did that put you in a position to hide from God? I mean, that list can go on. Was it something that you read in the, you know, on social media that you don't have to do this? You don't have to do that. You just have to live your best life. You just have to live. I mean, that's the model now, living your best life. In other words, do whatever it feels to make you happy and you have to live. Or what about the one that used to say YOLO? You only live once, right? And if you look at some of those slogans or some of the things we see on social medias, it, it, it requires mankind to operate in his own, what he believes is his own authority and his own might, excusing or not even looking at the things that God had put in place for us. It's like a parent, right? Parents, we raise our children. We instill values in them. We instill what we believe are morals in them. And then they're allowed to grow up and then go into the world. And so we hope that those things that we have instilled in them will help them be great men and women, right? Especially for kingdom building. But also we got to understand that as parents, when we 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 see our kids doing things wrong and we punish them, whether, you know, now you, you might put them in timeout or you might take away something from them that they like. It is because we're using it as a mechanism to help them be better and to understand their mistakes. Amen. It's the same thing. And so now that Adam and Eve have eaten from the fruit, the tree, the forbidden tree, God says to them. Who told you that you were naked? And then he says, have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? God already knows. I want you to understand that, beloved. 
And for those of you who are believers in Jesus Christ that are listening. Think about something that has happened. Have you ever been single? Let's you know, I, I get into it on this in this podcast as a single man and woman of Christ. Right. Meaning you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You and I both know that when you're single, we are not supposed to be having sex outside of marriage. That is fornicating. Amen. Have you ever as a believer, a single believer, have been intimate, have had sex with someone and you felt so guilty and ashamed. You know, yes, you might love that, whatever the situation is, and you felt so guilty and ashamed, right? You felt dirty and you felt that you failed God, right? Or maybe you're married and you stepped out on your wife, you st- or maybe you stepped out on your husband and that's committing adultery. And that thing has eaten you up, right? Maybe you've repented both parties, you know, maybe you've repented. Maybe you've told your spouse and you're trying to do everything you can to get it right. And you're no longer doing it, but it ate you up. Right. Have you ever, you know, um, said something about someone you knew it was wrong and you gossip about them and you cause harm to their character? And then after you did it, you really felt bad. You really felt guilty. Sometimes people do that and they don't even make it right. Beloved of God, you're supposed to feel guilty. You are supposed to feel those things because it goes outside of the realm of God. It is not in his will. You got to remember that those the things that, that God gives us as instructions are to keep us from becoming um for keep us safe and from keep us from getting outside of the will of God so what I want you to understand is that you can't hide from God that's the first thing but you got to acknowledge whatever the sin is Adam says to God when he says did you eat from the forbidden tree Adam says The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. And then the woman says, you know, yes, I did. The serpent deceived me and I ate it. You have to confess your sins. That's the first thing. You got to have an honest conversation between you and the father about whatever it is in your life. Because as long as you're hiding, it keeps you from enjoying the beauty of the relationship with the father. But what I want you to understand is that he does not leave us. Remember Romans 8 says in 27 through 20, nothing can separate us from the very love of the father. He says no sin, no principalities. So God is always in the position or the posture to love on us. But he cannot come into the meeting of the minds or into that space with you until you confess that sin and come on out of hiding. It's time if you're listening to come from hiding. Yes. And if you read the continue to read the story. There were some consequences. That God gave Adam and also Eve. As a result, they were no longer allowed in the Garden of Eden. There was also a consequence for the enemy, 
for the snake. There were some physical consequences, but there were spiritual consequences as well. There was a consequence for Eve for the part that she played. But then watch this. Remember I said that they were naked. God said, who told you you were naked? They were naked. But the sin allowed them to see. Yes, they could see now. God was protecting them all that time from seeing the very worst of what was could what could happen and because of their disobedience they are now seeing the very thing that God was trying to protect them from beloved of God in your life there are things that God is trying to protect you from and as a result of this listen it says in verse 21 the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Beloved of God, do you understand that God will still take care of you? The Bible reminds us that it says that the righteous of God, in other words, those of us of you and I who are believers in Christ, who love him with all our hearts. But we mess up sometimes because we're unperfect. But that doesn't give us the 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 right to or the keys to sin willingly and say, go back and repent. See, the what you have to understand is repentance means to turn away from that thing. And even when God chastises us. Or we have to deal with the consequences of our sinful acts. There is always a damage. When we step outside of the will of God, whether we see it in a big way or a small way, whether it affects us today or maybe down the line, there is always a consequence. Amen. Beloved of God, I want you to understand that you no longer have to hide. God says, just come on out of hiding. I see you anyway, beloved. And that's what we talk about repentance. Amen. You know, here we always want to offer Christ to you. The Bible says in John 3 and 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Romans 3 and 23 says, for we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Adam and Eve sinned. Just like you and I, and they're the mother and father of all. But God still clothed them and still gave them the tools that they needed to live. And if he did it for them, he'll do it for you and I. So I encourage you today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, why not give him an opportunity to come into your heart today? Romans 10 and 9 simply says, if you declare with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, you will be saved. And even though we're in the pandemic and many of the church places of worship are no longer open, you can go online now and find a powerful word so that you can learn about God. And maybe you're already a believer, but man, you've, you've, you've been hiding from God. God is saying, come on back. He says, I see you. I've never left you. I love you. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing, beloved of God, that we have a father who loves us so much? Yes, we do. So listen, 
We thank you for tuning in today and we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Tune in with us weekly right here on Podbean app, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio as well. Also tune in with us as we're always here growing and loving and praying for you. Amen. If you'd like to contact us, email us at Kenya C. Williams Ministries at yahoo.com. If you have prayer requests, please send us your prayer requests. We have intercessors that want to pray for you. Amen. And until next time, remember, and now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. And remember to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever.